Welcome to another edition of the Peak Financial Freedom Hour, where we put the focus on retirement and how to get the most out of our financial lives. Today's show will focus on reducing risk, cutting fees, maximizing income, and making sure you can make it through retirement with confidence in your plan. Your hosts are Jim Files and Dan Ahmed of Peak Financial Freedom Group. They are your go-to resource in Northern California for financial education and guidance. They're the authors of several successful books about financial planning, most recently, Mama's Secret Recipe for Retirement Success, co-written with Jack Canfield of Chicken Soup for the Soul fame, which sold more than half a billion copies worldwide. Jim and Dan work exclusively with retirees and those of you nearing retirement. And today, they're going to help you sort through the complexities of the financial world and blaze a clear path ahead. Here's Jim Files and Dan Ahmed. This is the Peak Financial Freedom Hour. Welcome to the Peak Financial Freedom Hour. I'm Dan Ahmed and I have my partner Jim Files here. Today, we're going to continue to talk about a carryover from our last week's show, which is financial truths. And at the beginning of the last show, we talked about, and we're going to talk about again really quickly, um, there's advisors on the radio and on TV right now that are basically saying just crazy comments like, I would never sell my mom an annuity. And I always like to tease people and say, well, then I guess that means you really didn't love your mom that much because depending on the type of annuity that they're talking about, it could be that you could have full principal protection if the stock market crashes and income guaranteed for as long as you live. Now, if you just have those two things, there's a lot more to learn about them. But with those two things, I think those two things say you love your mom rather than advising them to put the money in the stock market solely and have all the assets at risk. And that's why we're different than all these other people that are out there talking about, well, don't do this, don't do that. We use three buckets and we embrace what's best for the client. We're going to treat you, any of our advisory clients as our fiduciary, we're going to work as your fiduciary. And we have three buckets because if you think about it, everyone wants liquidity and safety. Well, we're going to tell you to put some money in the bank. Everyone wants income guaranteed for as long as they live without the worry of a big loss. Well, we're going to have some of the money go into our principal protected accounts, our annuities, and everyone should have some money in the stock market for growth, fighting inflation, et cetera. So all three of those together, you can now build a really good portfolio, Jim. If you leave one of those ingredients out, you're really missing out on some of the potential benefits that almost every single retiree or pre-retiree is looking for. When you mention ingredients, you know, you look at a recipe file, and if you're going to bake something in the recipe file, if you leave out just one ingredient, that end product is going to turn out differently. It's going to taste differently. It might even look different. So what you have to make sure you do when you get close to retirement or in retirement years, you better understand the proper recipe elements that go into this bucket. You have to make sure you've identified the ingredients so your recipe comes out correct. And that's what we've done here. We specialize in income planning. We plus specialize in tax planning for income. We specialize in asset accumulation. We specialize and risk reduction. So when you take all these ingredients, you put them, them together in the recipe, your product's going to turn out just perfectly in the end. And the key is not to overweight or underweight any one of those three buckets. Identify what you want those buckets to do for you and just put enough money in each of those buckets to accomplish that goal, Dan. Well, and that's why planning then takes such a great amount of time to then determine what is the right amount of ingredients in each of those buckets. You know, people out there, advisors, guy on the radio saying annuities are terrible, I wouldn't put my mom into it. They really are trying in most cases, not all, but in most cases, trying to meet with you once or twice, get your assets invested, and then they move on. 
our process takes on average between five and six meetings for us to design a plan, which might sound scary, but what if you could meet with someone that was really going to design a plan for you, help you divide your money into those three buckets that will give you the best chance of success? You don't have to pay any fees to meet any of those time periods, and there's no obligation or pressure for you to become a client of our firm, and we'll give you your plan for free for you to review. Think about what that's saying. Now, is that the way people want to act and have their advisors act, or do you want to go to someone saying, put all your money in the stock market, and you have one, two, or three meetings to make these decisions? Yeah, you know, Dan, you mentioned, you know, there's people out there say, you know, I don't like annuities. You shouldn't shouldn't buy annuity. You shouldn't put your mother in annuity. They do that because we have to follow the money. Where are they making the money? And this is their advertising campaign. There's a, a very well-known investment firm. I'll, I'll mention it because they do the advertising. Ken Fisher comes in on CNBC and he says, I hate annuities. And what he wants you to do is if you're looking at annuity, he wants you to call him. He needs an opportunity to sell you on something, right? And he hates the type of annuities we don't like. I agree with him on that point. But there are certain annuities that might fit well in your portfolio. But again, it's a marketing ploy to make you call him. He'll give you a 13-page little supplement, and then he's going to pitch you on what he wants you to buy. So you've got to understand the mechanics around why people say certain things, Dan. Well, Fisher Investments, um, it was about four, five, six years ago, they called us here at the office and they said, hey, we want you and Mr. Files to represent us in this area and we'd like you to take leads that are generated from all of our marketing efforts. And we're like, that would be awesome. And I said, how many? They said, well, maybe 20 a month. And we're like, are you kidding? 20 new clients a month and we don't have to pay for them? And I said, that's great. I said, so then you know we can put them through a process and then pick the assets that are best for them and da-da-da. They said, oh yeah, you can definitely do that and um, always choose the assets that are best for them as long as you're using Fisher as the asset management company. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, well, what if something is better for the client that's not Fisher? They said, no, you have to agree to always deal with Fisher. I'm like, uh, then we cannot work with you. Yeah, we cannot exactly. represent you. Yeah, it's not that Fisher is bad, right? Uh, no, Ken Fisher is a good guy, right? And a big company, good a big company. company. They're a good company, but you, again, you have to understand um, how people make their money and what they're going to do to get you to call them. And you have to understand that people specialize in certain things. Ken Fisher specialized in his portfolio. Well, that's fine. That's great. It doesn't mean it's right for you. Well, and that type of scenario that we're talking about is really really good for what's called stage one of retirement planning, which is asset accumulation. Something like that investment management platform that's based on growth and really doesn't worry too much about risk or volatility reduction, then that is appropriate for asset accumulation. And you should be doing it. You should be trying to get the highest rate of return. And it's okay to take more risk during the time period because you're not using the assets for income. You have a lot of time on your side. You can recover if you suffer big loss, which in a lot of cases you will have to recover multiple times. And that's okay. The problem is once you get five years or closer to retirement or in retirement, you can't say those things are okay any longer. You you just can't no matter who you are. And if you're single, then you got to make sure you know you're making the decision for yourself and that you can live with that. But more important, if you're married or you're part of a couple, you got to make sure that the decisions you're making have to also feel good and fit with how your partner's feeling. I think that's a key point, you know, because uh, getting back to Fisher and we don't want to, we're not bad mouthing anybody here. We think he has a good firm. What we're saying is that there are different points in life that you choose different asset classes to perform according to what you expect those to do for you. And all we're saying is that we are income planners. We are a risk mitigation firm. Uh, We are working with people that are ready to retire within the next three to four years or are retired and their objectives are different. They don't have time on their side to recover from a major loss. So you better create a plan 
that devotes your attention to how to protect those assets in the event of a market downturn, which we're going to have many of them. Well, and we just would prefer that if someone's making statements, that they make the full statements. Because if Ken Fisher says, I hate annuities, we'll say we agree, but just be more specific. Yeah. We hate variable annuities. Be yeah. specific in what you're saying, because I think ultimately that's what originally their marketing campaign did. Now it's like all annuities because it just sounds good for, for the marketing. But in reality, we agree with Ken Fisher when you be specific with it yeah. and state we hate variable annuities. Yes. Some of the other annuities out, out there are great. But let's just look at then why we're talking about the subject and it really comes down to all the things that are happening to people out there right now. The financial truth is we believe, Peak Financial believe, you should never write out all stock market losses and get into the hang in there, write it out, you're in it for the long haul, You know, set your feet down and don't worry about things. Um, and the market would always come back. We say this because it's very hard to make up big losses. What if someone lost 50% like a lot of people did in 2001 and 2002 or lost 50% like a lot of people did in 2007, You think you just have to make 50% to get back up to even. But if you lose 50%, Jim, what happens in your portfolio? So you go down from $2 million to a $1 million and it happened to a lot of people. What happens now? How much do you have to make back for the $1 million to get back up to $2 million? You actually have to make a 100% rate of return because if your $1 million drops to 500000 and you make a 50% return on $500,000, you are only back up to 750000 to get to a million, you need 100% ready return on the 500,000. And people don't understand that. And then what do you have to do in order to get back to even? You have to be extremely aggressive and risk your money even further at a point where you've just lost 50%. You're scared. You're so worried that things aren't going to work out, that everything's just blown up in your finances. And now the only way to get back to even is to continue to invest maybe even more aggressively than you were before, yeah. because you got to make a 100% gain net of fees, net of taxes, and net of any income distributions you're taking out, which means over five years, you might have to make 150%, yeah. and there's not a high probability that's going to happen. During times like these, it's completely normal to be worried about your investments and retirement. A leading cause for financial stress is not having a clear, written, understandable plan or financial roadmap. Clay and Buck here to tell you about a local resource, Peak Financial Freedom Group. For decades, Jim and Dan have taken a hands-on approach to help their clients understand their money, identify risks, and navigate retirement. Their recent book, Mama's Secret Recipe for Retirement Success, co-written with Jack Canfield, hit the Amazon bestsellers list. Peak Financial focuses on proactive planning done by fiduciaries. If you have $500,000 or more saved up for retirement, they're offering a free, no-obligation consultation. To take advantage of this free offer, simply dial pound 250, and when prompted, say the keyword money. Dial pound 250 and say the keyword money. You are tuned in to the Peak Financial Freedom Hour with Jim Files and Dan Ahmed. Welcome back. Dan and Jim here, Peak Financial Freedom Hour. And we're talking about financial truths. Um, one of the truths is right now that you don't hear and you need to hear is that you're not going to make 9 to 12% per year in the stock market on average year after year after year, most likely, based on what's happened recently. And recently goes back to as far as 1996, Jim. We do a lot of analysis just to find out what really is happening. And let's talk about the stock market as the S&P 500 index. That is the 500 largest companies by market capitalization, meaning value in the entire United States companies, 500 of them. In the S&P 500 index, everyone says, oh, don't worry, you'll make a 12% rate of return on that. Well, in some years you will. Some years you make 25, some years maybe even 30%. But 
If they say you're going to make 9 to 12% per year on average, that's going to skew how you're going to plan your finances. And if you go back to 1996 and look at every 15-year time period from 1996 on, 1997 on, 1998 on, etc., the average the S&P 500 has increased by is 5.07% without taking into consideration fees, taxes, or income distributions. So if someone tells you you're going to get a 12% rate of return in the stock market on average and you're planning that in your retirement, and then you actually get 5.07%, what's going to happen to the potential success of that type of plan? Well, the plan's probably not going to work for you because if you assume you're going to get 12% and you're taking out 5 6 or 7% in income, you're probably going to either run very short on money or run out of money. Number two, if your plan was to get a 10 or 12% rate of return and you're taking out 5 to 7% in income distribution, you're likely not going to leave any money to your children or your beneficiaries, assuming you don't run out of money. So you better have the numbers straight. You better understand the math. You better understand the data before you go out and start spending a bunch of money. Well, think about it. And we have clients all the time. They go on their 401k and they do an analysis. One of the biggest foreign companies out there, I think, is notorious for providing this type of data where someone will say, okay, I have a million dollars in my portfolio right now and I'm retiring at age 60. And it says they can take out $60,000 a year forever. And then at age 90, somehow they're going to have $3 million left. Yeah. So basically saying they're not only going to be able to take out 6% per year, net of fees, et cetera, their assets are going to grow in 30 years by another $2 million triple. Yeah. And that means they probably are looking at a 9% rate of return projected there. And if it happens, great. Yeah. But the probability of that happening is so low. And when a client looks at it, they know they're like, okay, if I have a million dollars and I take out 60 grand, what's the chance really I'm going to have $3 million later? The client knows there's such a small, if any chance that's going to happen. Yeah, well, you know, but they get they, they get cajoled into thinking this and it, it kind of gets the endorphins rolling whereby you really think this might happen. So you kind of go with it. And it's a big firm that's pitching you on this. And this is a big, big firm we're talking about, a big brokerage company. One of the top brokerage companies in North America is, is pitching this, that you can take out 5.9% in income distributions and still leave almost twice as much money you started with to your beneficiaries. Well, and it's not and true. it sounds like it can work until what happens, until something happens like 2022. Yeah. Then they start realizing, hmm, okay, uh, what's the chance that if I have my million, I can take out 60000 because now my million is only worth 800000 after what happened in 2022. Yeah. Now, based on last year, they said I could take out 60000 and somehow now my money's going to grow to $3 million. Well, now taking out 60000 is taking out basically 7.5% yeah. of your 800000 What's the chance you take out 7.5% every year and have $3 million 29 years down the road? The math doesn't work. It's just not going to work. No, it doesn't work. You know what happens, too, is I think the consumers don't understand this. It's called sequence of returns. And what that means is what sequence of returns are you generating in your portfolio for the next 20 or 30 years in retirement? How much income are you taking out? And do those sequence of returns happen to ha happen at a wrong time? For example, let's just say you retired in 2000 and the market went up the first six months. And then for 2001 and two, the market dropped 53%. You hit a sequence of events whereby you took out 5%, 5%, and 5%, 15% in distributions over three years, and you lost another 50%. Now you're down 65%. Now, whereby if you started in 2003 and retired, you had five years of an up market. The sequence worked in your favor, right? Because you had favorable years where you made money and took money out. And over 20 or 30 years, you're going to have both. You're going to have both unfavorable and favorable returns. Well, and I think it's key to look at what you just talked about with sequence of returns. It's also then when you get 
bad data or fake news when they say, what was the average rate of return, average annual rate of return, not compounded, but they'll say this average annual or total return. So for example, if you go from 2000 to 2022, the average compounded increase to the S&P, I believe was 4.78% per year. That's the average it went up by per year on average. But people can take the same data and they can say, okay, what was the average annual gain, including the losses? And that might've been something like eight and a half or 9%, because if you add up all the losses and the gains and then divide it by that 23 year time period, it might come up that the average was eight and a half or nine. That's because once you lose money, you have to make such a big gain just to make it back. Well, if you lose 50% and make a hundred percent gain, you get to use 50% 50% as the positive yeah, number in exactly. that calculation. And how much money have you made? Yeah. Zero. 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 So yeah. you have to understand math. We're really good at math, but more importantly, we're really good at explaining complicated math and to make it simple. And it is black and white because people can make the numbers look like anything they want. We basically make the numbers look naked so we can understand them. There's yeah. nothing hiding then when you show the numbers properly, we yeah. think. Yeah. And unless you have the data, unless you understand the math, unless you understand the good and the bad that can happen. And, and we're not naysayers here. What we're saying is this has happened historically. You better be prepared for it. Let's hope it doesn't happen. Let's hope we don't have five or six more 50% drops over the next 30 years. But we've seen that in the past. We're not better- naysayers, Jim. We're just talking about the truth of what's happened. So tell the truth then as far as what's happened since 1929 in the stock market just to get an idea of why we have this attitude and this philosophy. Well, since 1929, including 2022, we've had 17 market crashes whereby the market went down. We were in a bear market, right? And the market dropped more than 20% in a given year. Well, that doesn't sound like many at all, but that means if you do the math, again, every five years on average, a market goes down about 39%, call it 40%, which means if you have a million dollars, that means you drop $400,000, right? You're down 40%, you're down to $600,000. And even if you didn't take money out, you're still down to 600000 and now you have to try to recover that 40% loss. What happened, Dan, is people got complacent. They got, they got lazy for 12 and a half years from, 19, uh, from 2009 all the way to 2021. We had a bull market, a raging bull market that's never happened in American history. And people got lazy and thought they could always recover. Well, let's go back to what you just talked about. Every five years... Since 1929, the stock market has dropped an average of 39%. And when you look at that data, let's say you're a married couple right now and you're 60, okay? And right now we're halfway down, so let's assume it's happening now once. Every five years, there's a high probability one of you is going to live to 90. That means you're going to go through one, two, three, four, five, six. How would you like to go through seven more events between now and age 90 where the stock market crashes 39%? You're trying to use your assets to create a lifestyle that will allow you to have the retirement that you've dreamed about, not run out, and still pass money on to beneficiaries. If you are in an asset class that has the potential for seven times, the market crashing 39%, what's the chance all those things are going to happen? It's not going to happen. Now, you, you maybe you're lucky. Uh, maybe things will work out because we don't have as many crashes. Uh, but if you follow the math, there's a good chance it won't work. And you better build your plan around it not working because then you'll build a plan that's going to work for you. 
about your investments, uncertain income, and not having a clear written retirement plan? Clay and Buck here to tell you help's available from a local resource, Peak Financial Freedom Group. For decades, Jim and Dan have acted as fiduciaries building written plans for their clients. If you save $500,000 or more for retirement, call right now for your free, no obligation consultation, second opinion, and written retirement income plan. You may also qualify to receive a free signed copy of their Amazon best-selling book and a free $100 Amazon gift card. Call right now for your free consultation and to find out if you qualify. Simply dial pound 250 on your cell phone and when prompted, say the keyword money. Again, dial pound 250 keyword money. That's pound 250 keyword money. It's time to get back to the show. Once again, here's Jim Files and Dan Ahmed on the Peak Financial Freedom Hour. Dan and Jim back with you at the Peak Financial Freedom Hour. And today we're talking about financial truths. And a lot of times it's hard to hear the truths, but we find that as soon as you hear the truth, it makes it a lot easier for you to make decisions that are better for your finances. The biggest mistakes you'll ever make with your money is by not having the proper information, the proper data in front of you to be able to make that decision. And then guess what you're doing? You're guessing, you're hoping, you're like rolling the dice up in um, Tahoe or Reno. And you can't do that when it comes to your retirement. You have to make sure you're making the right decisions based on information. And we're talking about then some of the truths that you have to understand. Well, let's look at what we think is a financial truth in stone. The single worst thing you can do when planning for retirement is not have a plan in writing. It's trusting whenever someone's telling you, oh, don't worry, hang in there, you'll be okay, the market will come back, or don't worry, you'll have enough income at retirement, or don't worry, you won't pay too much tax, or don't worry, you can leave a lot of money to your beneficiaries, or don't worry, you're gonna, use the, you're gonna earn these huge rates of return. If it's in writing, great. There's a lot higher probability it's going to happen. But if it's not in writing, there's a lot higher probability, we think, that it won't happen because you can't do anything in life that's meaningful without it being in writing. You can't buy a house. You can't get married. You don't get um, life insurance. You don't get medical insurance. You can't have a kid without a birth certificate. All these things require something to be in writing. And when you're talking about your money, if it's not in writing, it's bad because then anybody can say anything. So we prescribe that no matter what, every single person needs a plan. And a plan isn't the statements that you get, Jim. It will be actually every single thing about your money in writing. The first thing is going to be just a simple analysis of how much risk you're taking. And put it in writing. You cannot just take your advisor's word for it. Oh, don't worry. You're conservative or moderate. We want to know, and you need to know, if the stock market crashes like it did in 08, how much would you lose? And right now, I guarantee you do not know that number. Second thing will be, what are your total fees you're paying? The fees you see and the fees you don't see. If you have an advisor and you have a portfolio of mutual funds, index funds, exchange traded funds, I guarantee you don't know the total fees you're paying and you need to know that. Then you need to project out an income plan that'll show for the next 30 years, how are you going to generate paychecks in retirement? Because when you worked, you got your paychecks, but at retirement, you need to now show where you're going to get that income from because it's one of your biggest worries. You want to show how much tax you're going to pay on those income streams you're taking out, and you'd like to be able to show in the future how much you can possibly leave to your beneficiaries. Now, if you had all that in writing, how would then that be different than most of the people listening right now? It would change their lives, Dan. We have had so many people tell us that, that exactly it has changed their entire life. 
uh, because when you have all that in writing and you have basically the data in front of you to support this so that the recommendations can be proven, you have a high rate of success by following the recommendations, um, your life will change because now all of a sudden you're based your you're basing your, your life on data, on real factual well, and, information. And to make the point, we're not just saying these things on the radio. We actually have what's called the Peak Financial Freedom Group Client Bill of Rights that puts all of these promises to you in writing, which means we are going to follow up on those. And the Bill of Rights is about just shy of four pages uh, long, and it's bullet points to show you what our commitments are for you as um, a client, eventual client with us. And Dan, you mentioned risk, and, and we kind of we, we kind of briefed over that a little bit, and we talk about that a lot of, a lot in the show. But we actually use multiple outside third party research companies to actually determine what your risk is. They actually track data, you know, all the on every index, stocks and bonds and funds, what the opening value is and the closing value is every day for decades. And what they what they can do is take your current portfolio exactly how it's positioned today, stocks, bonds, funds, it doesn't matter. And they can tell you within a 95% probability how much you're going to lose in dollars and cents if we have another market crash. Isn't that meaningful information to know? And even if you didn't use our firm and we provide that data and you wanted to do it yourself, isn't that meaningful to know that so you can structure your portfolio correctly? That's just the baseline stuff. No, definitely. And it's just data and it's understandable data. I think that's what freaks people out about their money is that they first, number one, they don't understand it now. More importantly, They've never understood it. And third, they don't think they can understand it because everyone tries to make your money seem so complicated out there because I think it makes people feel smart if they can make everything seem complicated that they're smart about. We're going to make everything about your money seem simple and easy, and it's going to be written down, and you're going to understand it, or you're not going to be allowed to move forward with your plan. And think about it. We want you to do your plan. Yeah. We want you to become a client, but we won't let you move forward unless you understand it. So we have to do a tremendous job of education and explanations so that you do understand it. And then more importantly, put it in writing, because if it's in writing, there's a high, 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 high probability for the first time in your life, you actually understand your money, which will allow you to stop worrying about it and will allow you to actually control your money. And when I use that word control I want you to think about how you feel, and I want you to think about how the majority of Americans feel right now, and that do you really feel like you're in control of your money, or do you feel like your money either controls you or Wall Street controls you or your advisor controls your money? You can't be in that position. You need to be in a position, Jim, we feel, where you as the consumer, you as the retiree, or you as the person planning for retirement feels in control of the money. Yeah, you know, when you put it in writing, you know, it makes us, I mean, we're responsible. We have a responsibility as fiduciaries to make sure that we're doing everything in your best interest. There's no way, if you have an advisor now that says he's a fiduciary, if they're not doing what we're doing, how can they prove that they're doing what's in your best interest? Well, even if you can't prove, think about it. As a fiduciary, what's the only way you can now make sure you are doing what's in the best interest, and that is having everything in writing. Exactly. That's the only way you can do it, and there's no other way to do it. And just because your advisor says he's a fiduciary, unless he's doing what we're doing, we're spending 60 to 80 hours typically for with every client behind the scenes and three to five appointments or more with the client so that we are doing what's in your best interest. That's the only way we can get there. During times like these, it's completely normal to be worried about your investments and retirement. A leading cause for financial stress is not having a clear, written, understandable plan or financial roadmap. Clay and Buck here to tell you about a local resource, Peak Financial Freedom Group. For decades, 
Jim and Dan have taken a hands-on approach to help their clients understand their money, identify risks, and navigate retirement. Their recent book, Mama's Secret Recipe for Retirement Success, co-written with Jack Canfield, hit the Amazon bestsellers list. Pete Financial focuses on proactive planning done by fiduciaries. If you have $500,000 or more saved up for retirement, they're offering a free, no-obligation consultation. To take advantage of this free offer, simply dial pound 250, and when prompted, say the keyword money. Dial pound 250 and say the keyword money. This is the Peak Financial Freedom Hour with Jim Files and Dan Ahmed of Peak Financial Freedom Group. You're back with Dan and Jim at the Peak Financial Freedom Hour. Today we're talking about financial truths. And these are things that we make sure our clients understand about their money because so many people don't talk about some of these things. Um, one of the big ones is, how about this? Two things about, let's combine them. We'll talk about both subjects because we got, we got enough time. Let's talk about everyone being told they should defer their IRA distributions until 73 or later and because it's better for taxes. And then let's also talk about how everyone's told, oh, you should defer your Social Security to age 70 because that's the best decision. So let's start with, let's start with Social Security, how about? So on Social Security, uh, many, many, many advisors, Social Security website, they will tell everyone, oh, defer your Social Security to 70 because you will get the highest benefits at that point. And they're telling the truth, but that doesn't mean that's the best decision. Yeah. So depending on your age, what your benefits are going to be, how many other assets you have, how much pension you have, will your Social Security be affected by the windfall provision? Will you get decreased? Um, do you have beneficiaries? What your budget is? All these things need to be taken into consideration. Will you continue to work? All these things need to be taken into consideration before you decide on when to take Social Security. And I would say probably 90% or more of the time when we're doing an analysis for someone that's younger than 70, we're going to advise them to take Social Security before 70. Yeah, yeah. That's presuming, you know, they're, they're not working or they're working after their full retirement age. But yes, that's probably true. It is not that we're telling you to do it. We're saying the math will tell you to do it. We actually use uh, internal software that's been created to do this correctly so that you can actually see it in writing when your break-even point is. When is it mathematically correct to start your Social Security? doesn't mean you have to start it then. You do whatever you want to do, but we'll show you mathematically when you should start it so that you can make intelligent and prudent decisions on your, your income coming from that type of an annuity. Well, and how about this one, Jim? You know, a couple things. One, people say, well, the Social Security website, when I call in um, the recordings and even the people there tell me to wait till 70. Well, yeah. When does the government ever tell you what good for you. Yeah. I don't think they do, but think about this quick little easy example. Let's say you compare someone taking Social Security at 62, not working, and then taking it, just deferring it till 70. If you do that calculation, it will take on average till about age 84 for someone to break even. So you can imagine from age 62 to 84, taking that yeah. to break even, meaning you have to guarantee you're going to live longer than yep. age 84 before you catch up. And then if you apply a financial calculation that we'll, we'll do for you, it actually would show that maybe it might take until 95 before you'd break even. So the numbers are going to be black and white. Yeah. They're going to show. And I think another thing for Social Security is if you have beneficiaries and you're deferring your Social Security till 70, when you die, your beneficiaries don't get any of your Social Security, your kids. Right. 
And that means between 62 and 70, you've used up your own assets to supplement your income, which means you have less assets to leave your beneficiaries. Why in the heck would you use your assets up first when you could have been using the government's money up first and leaving more money to your kids and grandkids? Yeah, the problem is there's so much misinformation out there. And again, you mentioned the government. The government's doing the same calculations we're doing. That's why they're telling you to wait till 70. They don't want to pay you. They hope you're going to die before your break-even point because they win in that game. That was pretty brutal. (laughs) Well, that's the bottom line, right? That's what they want. (laughs) So because you have to look at the the shortfall in Social Security. They know that they're going to run out of money in 2033 now or 2035 or at least run mostly out of money in the benefits. And the reductions, there's going to be reductions in Social Security. There likely won't be. They're going to raise the payroll taxes to supplement it. But nevertheless, they're doing these calculations. They're trying to incent you not to start Social Security too early because they have a shortage problem. Well, the key there is to make sure, get an actual calculation analysis, thorough analysis done where you feel comfortable with. Don't just go by these wives' tales where it says, oh, wait till 70, it's better for you. It may be, but it may not be. Let's look at then also the other thing that you're always told in that is, oh, defer taking your IRA distributions till 73 because that's when you can defer it and that's when required minimum distributions are required, meaning at age 73 under the new rule now, you have to start taking distributions. So let's say you're 60 now and you can, you can wait 13 years. You don't have to take one penny out of your IRA. Well, let's say you have a million dollar IRA and your million dollar IRA grows to $2 million at age 73 when they are going to force you to take money out. That means now you're going to be forced to take even more money out. And if you don't need it, you still got to take it out and pay more taxes long term. You could have used it better from age 60 to 73 to travel, to help the kids, etc. Worse, when you die, if you have that $2 million or more in your IRA and you pass it on to your beneficiaries, your beneficiaries no longer can take it out over their lifetime and spread the taxes over the next 30 years. They have to take your assets, your IRA assets out over no longer than a 10-year time period. They have to add all this income from your IRA onto their own taxable income and now pay a higher tax rate. So by deferring your IRAs, you could be paying more tax when you're living and your beneficiaries could be paying a lot more tax when you're gone. You know, then these two subject matters we're talking about right now are just two very small elements in proper planning. Uh, But if you make a mistake on just these two things, it can cost you tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars of lost income in retirement. And that's why trying to do it yourself or using a a firm that doesn't do income planning, tax planning, legacy planning, they don't put it in writing, you're not getting this type of data. And you, you need this data to make intelligent decisions on how to structure your income and your assets so that they're going to last you for the rest of your life and you have the proper income coming in. Well, we're passionate about what we're talking about right now because when people come in and they say we want help no one typically has this type of data already so we have to create this for them so they finally can stop worrying about their money Do you worry about your investments, uncertain income, and not having a clear written retirement plan? Clay and Buck here to tell you help's available from a local resource, Peak Financial Freedom Group. For decades, Jim and Dan have acted as fiduciaries building written plans for their clients. If you save $500,000 or more for retirement, call right now for your free, no obligation consultation, second opinion, and written retirement income plan. You may also qualify to receive a free signed copy of their Amazon best-selling book and a free $100 Amazon gift card. 
call right now for your free consultation and to find out if you qualify. Simply dial pound 250 on your cell phone and when prompted, say the keyword money. Again, dial pound 250, keyword money. That's pound 250, keyword money. Investment advisory services are offered through Fiduciary Solutions, LLC, a California registered investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results and securities may lose value. Insurance products and services are offered through PFFG Insurance Agency, LLC. California insurance license number 0N14013. Dan Ahmed, California insurance license number 0732913. And Jim Files, California insurance license number 0F06511.